0: May is always a very emotional month for me, especially um, especially being the youth minister um, and having the privilege to walk alongside our children and our youth always. But in May, uh, we get ready to release our little ducklings out into the world And every year, one of the um, gifts that has been meaningful to me, and I hope meaningful to our seniors, is that I take some time to put together a scrapbook for each of them of their time at reconciliation. So for however long um, they've been at REC, I gather pictures and put them together in albums, and then um, as a graduation gift, I present those albums to them And that's always such an emotional thing for me because I sit and I look at these pictures and I remember these sweet little babies that are no longer babies. And I remember the times that we walked through some really serious stuff together and the times that we made just the sweetest and funniest of memories, which usually involves them making fun of me and somehow, but that's okay. And so, um, this year is a little bit different for me. This year is the the last of the original group. And what I mean by that is when we came, when our family came to reconciliation, Justin joined the youth group as a fifth grader. And I was a mom and I won the kids over as a mom by making them all kinds of yummy desserts. They say that I was bribing them on youth group nights, to call call it what you will, but um, eclair cake seems to be their fave somehow still after all these years. And little did I know then that I would then be called to be the youth minister and have the privilege of walking alongside these youth in an even deeper way than simply bringing desserts once a week. And through the years, it's just been, um, it's been an honor and it's been a privilege. And I wanna just thank the parents first for allowing me the opportunity to walk alongside your amazing, amazing children. And I wanna thank our church for trusting me to do that because that has been truly one of the greatest gifts of my life. And as we hear in the Gospel reading this morning about the Kingdom of God, these youth, they are the Kingdom of God. We are living right now in the Kingdom of God. We don't have to wait for a later time or a later date. They are the Kingdom of God. And here is how I know that. I know that because I know them. I've had the privilege of building relationships with them. And on Thursday night, as we all sat outside at my patio table and just laughing and sharing silly memories and just crazy stories, right before my eyes, reconciliation occurred between youth. And that is the most powerful thing to witness. That because of our church and because of what our church has done over the years, loving them well and modeling, modeling to them. These are the world changers that will stand before you in a minute. In the Isaiah reading this morning, I was just struck because it ends with, here am I, send me. And today we send these amazing seniors out into the world to change the world, to be the kingdom of God. And so without further ado, I would like to invite several of our seniors who will be offering reflections as a gift to you all this morning.
1: So I've been at REC my entire life. Um, Many of you have seen me grow from just a baby into the graduate you see here today. And this church has given me more than just a place to hang out with my friends every Thursday and Sunday. It's been a second home. Jennifer asked me to think of one memory I had from my time here to tell all of you, but in all honesty, I couldn't pick just one. From being in the Christmas pageant as the donkey (laughs) all the way to traveling to California with my best of friends for mission trips. The amount of memories and lessons I have learned will stay with me forever. I've also met some lifelong friends along the way. Friends who have stuck by my side through everything I've been through all the happy moments and the sad moments, and I can't ever thank them enough for what they've done for me since I've met them, especially in my journey with Christ. And one person I should really thank is Jennifer. She has been a major part of my life ever since she became the youth leader. I've been able to work right by her side for years with her teaching me how to be a leader and be more confident in myself. And she has always prepared me to take any challenge head on, me being one of those at one point in time. She's one of the strongest women I have ever had the pleasure of meeting. And I wouldn't change it for the world. Thank you for each and every one of you for guiding me ever since I was a baby. And it means everything to me. Thank you very much.
2: morning, everyone. Good morning. It's, uh, I'm really happy to be here today. I didn't think I'd ever be here again, to be honest. I moved out of San Antonio two years ago for family reasons. Uh, it, it's just an honor to be here. Um, so I wrote this the other day. Uh, it's not nearly as good as Ian's, but uh, I just wanted to share it with you. Hopefully you'll get something from it. Um, Rec has been my home much like Ian, my whole life. Uh, We came here originally in 2006, and I was born in 2002. So for 78% of my life, this has been my church. I literally don't have memories formed where the church wasn't part of them. I, uh, I don't think it's unfair to say that, besides my parents, this church has been the most consistent force for good in my life. Additionally, I think it's clear that my generation has started to come to church less and less. Um, I don't know exactly why this is, but I think that it's fair to assume uh, part of this should be attributed to certain flaws that most churches have, such as uh, certain hypocrisy when it comes to accepting others and preaching the Word of God while also not accepting certain people and their forms of life. I think that if you want to be a good Christian you have to accept everyone if they want to worship and I also think that there is no other church that represents these values better than the Church of Reconciliation. Christianity is about removing borders and letting anyone and everyone worship in any way they know how. And I feel like if you don't represent those values as a church you're not really being a good Christian and you're not really representing the values of Christianity. Which is another reason why in my leaving, I still feel like Wreck is my true home, because it still represents the values I believe in as a Christian better than any place I've ever been to since. My uh, this sounds not related, but I I swear it is. Uh, my favorite book is a book called *The Name of the Wind* by Patrick Rothfuss, and uh, it's kind of like a fantasy book. It takes place in a Middle Earth similar to Tolkien's, and uh, in this world, on these trails, they have waystones, and they're just these kind of odd structures in the middle of a path, and they're safe havens for anyone to stop. You can just you can stop there and rest, and it's, it's customary that you do in this world. And I feel like that is a, a pretty fair analogy to what REC has been my whole life. It is this beacon of light and this safe haven that you can come to at any time for anyone. And it, it doesn't discriminate, and it accepts. And in my eyes, that is the call of Christianity. And so for that, I want to say thank you.
3: So I just wanted to start off by thanking all of you guys for being a huge part of my life and parents and any friends I met along the way. Uh, But before Church of the Wreck, I didn't really have a close relationship with God. I had been with him my entire life just because people had told me that's what to do, but I didn't have a close relationship with him myself. So I remember my first time coming here was for youth group. I had no idea what I was walking into, so I was obviously pretty nervous. And for most of my life, I just followed my older sister, Emily, around, who y'all probably know. So I went with her, and I thought I might as well go. So the first time, I just pretty much stuck to myself the entire time, didn't talk to anybody. Uh, I just tried to read the room of what other people were doing, whether it was uh, eating snacks or reading the Bible, really anything. I didn't know what I was doing at all. So after that, uh, sorry about that, a couple weeks passed. And then we started going to the morning services as well. And then a big change came for me. The summer, which changed a lot of what youth group was, we started going to Miss Abby's house, who you all probably know was the youth minister before my mom. Uh, we started doing pool Bible studies, which was basically a little bit of church, and then the rest was just swimming in a pool and eating snacks and all that, which was, I mean, great for me because I didn't know God a lot of that time. So that's when I met some of the best friends I've ever had and will ever have. And I don't think anything will ever change that because my plan for after high school is going to be to move to Milwaukee do college there, and move in with these friends who are Calvin and Josh and y'all probably know them. But uh, without Church of Rec, I would have never met these people and I would be the same shy kid just sitting in the corner and I just appreciate that a lot for all you guys have done for me and really just allowed me to come out of my show. And yeah, thank you guys a lot.